kids. Welcome to the Exit 311 podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew Todd. I'm your other host, Ryan Lopez. And I'm the third host, Blair Maynard. Yeah, and we wanted to start this off. This is going to be a podcast about Jessup and about us guys. And so um, our boy Blair came up with this idea a little bit ago. So Blair, tell us, tell us a bit about what the point of this whole endeavor is. So this whole podcast is basically just talking about how what to kind of expect when you come to Jessup and every aspect along that line. Because um, when you're a freshman, you're kind of like a little bit nervous. You don't know what to expect. And we want this podcast to basically just be a time where you can just listen and you can hear from other students who have gone through that process before. And you can hear what to expect, what you should bring, maybe stuff like that, and that you're able to kind of have an insight before you actually get to Jessup. Exactly. And you can learn what things are like pomegranates because Blair didn't know what a pomegranate was before today. Um, or he asked, maybe you did know what it was, but he said he didn't know what it looked like. I had a grapefruit with me. It's actually here in the here in the studio. Here, I'll show it to you guys. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, and it is clearly not a pomegranate, but Blair doesn't know. So we, I, I promised him I would roast him about that on the podcast first thing. So, But before, you you probably don't even care about the roasting right now because you don't even know who any of us are. Maybe you do. Maybe you, maybe you do. Maybe watch this in the future, and we're already famous. And this is like the documentary they're making about us. But I thought we should start on and say our major. So go ahead, Ryan. Did you say Ryan? Is that Ryan what you said? Yeah, know. Ryan. Ryan. How, how yeah. about how about Ryan? you say you say major and like the concentration that you're in? Because okay, there's different fair. things and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a Christian leadership major, uh, and my concentration is intercultural studies. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Ah. So what does that mean? Well, intercultural study, like just studying how um, people in intercultural settings interact with each other, being able to understand kind of a global perspective on the world, um, things like that. I'm specifically going to be looking into doing like community development type stuff to go into missionary work. So that's really cool. Thanks. What, what about you, Matt? Matt? What about you? I'm a biology major. I'm pre-med. So the concentration is called human biology. And I'm taking it to become a drug dealer legally. I'm a pharmacist is what the goal is. That's the official title. Um, I want to be a pharmacist, and yeah. Wait, do you have to like go to another med school after yes, this? That is I'm so sorry. How it, yeah, med school goes. But I like school, so I, I when I came to school, I knew that whatever I was going to be doing was going to have school after it. So there's a lot <laughs> of degrees here. Like I feel like Christian leadership is cool because after you get your four years here, you get that degree, you're set. Yep. Like you're pretty good. And then for me, it's like I'm doing a lot more school, and I um. You're gonna make more money than me, so. Yeah, so I'll spend more money on the college, too. <laughs> after, I'll be in debt, this. basically. Okay. Um, Why are you going in debt? Uh, well, I'm a kinesiology major, but I'm a concentration of sports management. So I'm going to go into more of the business aspect of sports, but I kind of have felt like God calling me to like work with refugee children in Nepal or like any other kind of country by India. Which is really cool. I'm pretty sure, like, as soon as I graduate, I'm just gonna like start a missions business, like, organization that's gonna be like for profit, and then I'm literally just gonna hire all my friends from school because they're all interested in doing ministry and business stuff. That's pretty sweet. Okay. It probably won't happen, but I'll do it anyway. Can I join? Yeah, no. I like, think that was you, like you and I don't know, like, he's like Blair can't people. come. I said all of my friends, Blair's but my Blair. coworker. Blair introduced me to himself when we first met freshman year, well, my sophomore year, but his freshman year last year, as, hi, my name's Blair, and I have no friends. Yeah, I was like, hi, my name's Blair, I have no friends. Do you want to be friends with me? And he was like, sure, it I'm works. Ryan. We were neighbors. So if you if you come to college, and the first thing you're wondering is, how do I make friends? That is how. That's how you do it. You just say, 
I have no friends. Will you be Dude, I remember I did that with everybody in the wing, and then I was friends with everybody in now the wing. Now Blair has three friends. I, I literally have... Probably more. I have probably have about four friends, actually. He's climbing. Yeah, that's a lot, honestly. And that's... I'll tell you right now. So this is only his second year now. So he's a sophomore. I'm also a sophomore. And... um. He already has four friends. So that's about two friends a year, which is more than one a year. Like, he could be at one a year, and he's that's not. I'm, a, I'm above average. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a junior, and I only have, like, two friends, so. Uh, get wrecked, kid. I'm just kidding. Dude, you should bring them on the podcast. They are, they're already here. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Gotcha. Boom. Roasted. Dude, okay. Well, we should probably start talking about some of the classes and stuff we take here and what it's like to move into Jessup. Yeah, move in is a, is a big thing. We should talk about move in. Exactly. First day of college. You show up, what happens? Yeah, people st- steal your bags. I mean, they don't steal them officially, but, but you get moved in. We actually have student leadership here that moves in. So shout out to all my friends on Joe who spent their whole day lugging cargo out. They're very brave. What I does Joe stand for again? Joe is Jessup Orientation and Engagement, which is probably wow. going to change again because we now don't call it orientation. We call it Welcome Weekend. Because oh, that's true. We so J- J-W-E? J-W-W, I don't know. No, J W E. Yeah, Jessup. Wo- Actually, it's Warrior, Warrior, Warrior Welcome. So it's Warrior there's Welcome, more yeah. W's. So J W W E. W W E. Oh, let's call go. It the W W E. The Warrior Welcome and Engagement. That'd be. That's what they're called. They literally all just have to dress in like spandex and then run around. They already do. No, they don't. So you get moved in. Then what happens? Well, you have to like wait in that giant line. I remember, and you're kind of just like yeah, you have to get checked in. They yeah, like take your picture for oh, your student the ID. The line's cool because like at least like part I'm, way through the line, there's like random stations. Yeah, they, they're just things. like yeah. here. Do you want like, free, free stuff? Things. And then by the end of the line, you're like, I have like a week's worth of shirts now. Yeah, like cool. I, I have I have two free shirts. I have a free bag. I have a bunch of flyers. I'm not actually gonna read, but hey, mm. I have them at least. This no. is true. I never read any of the flyers. I don't think I did me. either. I kept them. I had them in a drawer. Yeah, that's what I did. They're and just I would be like, maybe one day I'll read these. I'm like, oh look. The campus men like outreach thing. That sounds so lovely. I wished I would go, and then it happened. I was like, "Oh, oh well, <laughs> it's come and gone." I think that happens a lot with different events. I remember they had a bunch of coupons for like pizza places and oh, other places. Oh, those are That's cool. True. I didn't use utilize that. You didn't use those? Oh, no. I used those. Dude, I used those. I'm jealous. The second semester, the, like the um, day before they expired. They oh. the year we moved in, they had the free snow cone tickets too. Mm. Those were cool because mm-hmm. then the snow cone truck was just like. On campus, and you could just go get a snow cone for free. Yeah, I it's didn't, pretty cool. I didn't use it. I had the card around. I was like, maybe it'll show up again, and well, like I didn't find it. For it a just while. never. It's showed. a little rough if you're just like an antisocial, introverted, first year student who like doesn't have friends. Because then like there's a bunch of people just like hanging out eating snow cones, and you're like, you have to like I maneuver do? through them yeah. to get to it, which is our trap. So at Jessup here, we trap you into making friends. Yeah, um, which is a good thing. Don't worry about it. It is. It's the best. I, I will some like one of the tips I've always given people. Some people are like I don't know if I gotta talk to people. Like I'm just so shy because whatever reason I'm shy. I just I've never spoken to another person before besides you, Matthew. You're not a real person. I'm like you're right. I am a podcast host. It is entirely separate. And essentially, what I tell them is that like as freshmen, you are coming in because you have no clue like how to meet people, and so does everyone else. Like yeah. pretty much everyone else is also uh, being thrust into a place where they know maybe one or two people, probably nobody. And they also had to make friends. Like I, I remember when I came in, one of the things, the one of the pieces of advice that my mom gave me that I didn't really, sorry, mom, I didn't really listen to, um, was mom, hopefully yeah, not listening to sorry, sorry, mom. Uh, she told me that like I shouldn't pay attention to what other people. I I shouldn't feel as if other people are looking at me, because the thing is, when we're all moving in, we're all looking at other people 
trying to see if they're looking at us. That's the thing. But I really, like, what happened was I really stopped caring what people were, like, looking at me, and I was just open about, like, everything that I wanted to do. And Matt's staring at me now, and so is Ryan. No, I wasn't. I was only using one eye to stare at him. Is that still staring, if it's one eye? Yes. Probably. Probably. Ask Nick Fury. I don't know. Does he know much wow. about like <laughs> linguistics that he could answer that question for me? Can we get him on the podcast, please? Yeah, actually, we already signed him up for the podcast. Yeah, Samuel Jackson is our guest star next week. Yeah, well, well Nick Fury. He's going to be in costume, though. So Yeah, so it'll be Nick Fury. He, we told him to do it in character. Can so. we dress in costumes? Are we allowed to lie? I don't know. Probably not. Okay, what are some events that happen orientation week? So you move in first week, you're trying to make friends, and you it's get awkward because you don't know anybody. Bunt cake. That's cool. Yeah, <gasps> bunt oh, cake. We get like that yeah. second night. That's night. almost underrated. This year we had extra bun cake, and I was like, how is this possible? Because yeah. bun cake is great. I mean, it's just like cake. If you don't know what a bun cake you're like, I'm nervous. I don't know. Is it, can I eat a bun cake? It's it's cake is what it is. It's the the bun is the shape. So just normal cake. But it's great. We get this bun cake place that makes cakes, and they give us their cakes, and we devour them. Yeah, we like, eat cakes. We have music. Um did they do camp? We have campus mugging too, like that same week. Yeah. So basically, we we mug everybody. Yeah. We literally bring all the freshmen in, and then all the upperclassmen come in, and then just beat them up and oh. steal their wallets. And by that we mean we give them a mug, and then we is that where they get root, root no beer? wallets? Root beer? Or, uh, no, root, root beer floats. Yeah, it was, I remember it's last year. Flo- last year it was root beer floats. Yeah, it was root beer floats this year too. It's always root beer floats. Yeah, that's cheaper than milkshakes. Milkshakes are hard. You have to use a blender, and that's effort. But I wouldn't make milkshakes every It's day. always fun because then we play like the Maybe I would. Riki Tiki. What's that I game? never well, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it. Actually, so Riki Tiki is one of those things where it was supposed to be like a secret tradition. So Really? don't know if we're supposed to start with that. Mm-hmm. Well, we I'm just confused. blew it out of the water. Sorry, Jessup. I didn't explain what it was. But there's a game called Riki Tiki. Hecka cool. Come check it out. Can I say hecka? It's, it's Ooh, really wow. fun. Um, you'll enjoy it. I regret if you not don't playing enjoy it. fun things. I regret not playing it my freshman year. That's really sad, Blair. I tried to get. Um, I didn't. I didn't play my freshman. Year I had either. a resident who was who was so nervous. He had a concert that he wanted to go to um, at, at a local place called Aces Fates. It's a it's a concert venue in Sacramento where a lot of like bigger bands will come, and he really badly wanted to go support the band that he was going to go see. But it was during the Riki Tiki, and he's like, "So what's Riki Tiki?" I'm like, "I don't know if I can tell you that. I think it's a secret." And he's like, "Like, well, I don't know, man. Am I supposed to miss this concert? Like, how good is it?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's pretty good. I was pretty bummed, like." If I couldn't play, you know, and the, really freshman year is the only time you really get to play it, at least like competitively. And he's just like freaking out. He's like, I don't know what I should do. Like, I, I was so nervous because he just didn't want to miss out on Riki Tiki. He was like so sad. And uh, I told him, I was like, just go and I'll play with you one on one and I'll teach you the game. Did, did you beat him? Yeah, dude. He didn't know how to play at all. Yeah, get wrecked. I said I would play with him and then I was going to teach him. So <laughs> easy. <laughs> so you just like destroyed him six times and then explained the rules? I was like, okay, here's how you play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So basically, you just started playing, and they say you lose because he doesn't know when he's lost. <laughs> like, then, you're done. You're, you're over. Yeah, it's, a, it's already he's done. Like, what? I'm you like, lost. You're, sorry, bro. Try again next time. What else do we do? Um, it varies you on just had when that this giant, like, DJ thing that one time on the sun. You had the, a the DJ. dance party? Yeah. Oh, dance party on the sun? Yeah. I wasn't cool. invited because I'm not a freshman, so. Uh, or you heard R. the noise. Well, we had right. a lot of events too because we also have Nation Ball, and then we had like oh, ice cream crawl, Nation Ball's nacho huge. crawl. Nation Ball is huge. Yeah, I love that. This year we did decades themed. It was so cool. So, okay, so explain what Nation Ball is first. Right, Nation Ball. Um, you probably think it's like a separate game. It's actually just dodgeball, but the reason we call it Nation Ball is because it is utilizing everyone in the undergraduate student body. You have the village, which is going to be all the freshmen who live on campus. They're all on one team. 
Then you have um, Sunset, which is all usually sophomores or transfers that live on campus. They live in Sunset. It's like just a bigger version of the village. Um, but it's the village is three buildings. Sunset's only one building. Then there's the block, which is the apartments. That's for upperclassmen. And then um, they're all on one, one team. And then the commuters are all on one team. I think this year we had to merge. Um, I think it was the commuters block. and the block. Yeah, the block, block and, and the commuters had to yeah. merge because and they were op. Well, it's because they, they have all the ba- they have all the baseball players. Yeah, and those guys are hecka good at dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So practice your dodgeball skills. You might be thinking like, oh, that's a pretty easy game, and it is. But you feel way cooler if you can throw that ball and hit people and get people out. Like yeah, like you, you're okay. like you're like oh yeah, I can throw a ball and hit people, and then you watch a baseball player just like throw a ball that hits everybody at the same time You're like I'll because just catch just, the ball it just drills like, through an entire crowd of people and yeah it's really impressive out. so but it's an amazing event because you have seriously like dozens and dozens of people on both sides and it's just this massive humanity i wish and, like all of your all of your ras will be like jumping around and like having fun and dancing it's a good way to like get to know people too like people your age like you'll meet a lot of people you probably haven't even seen before afterwards there's always a huge oh, dance, there's party. Always that dance party they always do giveaways every year they so give like, a, they give away a tv yeah like I, how big was the tv this year it's like 32 i know taylin won it he's I won think. a lot of stuff yeah he wins so that's my taylin is a cool guy here and he is engaged to my sister so if you ever meet him be like wow and uh you'll know when you meet him because there's only one taylin on this planet as far it's as i'm true. aware and it is him so not many people have that name. See, I thought when I first went into Nation Ball, I thought it was going to be all around campus. It was going to be oh, that's a dodgeball event, but okay. the entire campus next year, campus wide Nation Ball. But it's like, like yeah, but it's like field. the the rooms like you can't go into the buildings, and so you all start out. So like some people are, are back behind the calf, some people are by ACAD, some people are on the ramp, some people are at the point, and all the balls are like somewhere in the middle you and thought you about all... this in depth dude you really i wanted did. this to happen and Honestly, it didn't that's a really great idea except we'd break windows with dodgeballs what well Seriously? i mean philippians saw. 413 the rubber ones though could go through a window we have to get do we have rubber ones yeah, we have like those like ones they weren't they weren't a what were they, they weren't like think they're, they're like plasticky they yeah they're Got, like foam. We will, okay we will update you next time on the podcast let you know if, <laughs> what the heck these balls are made what of. material i swear it's not are. rubber it's, it's like, not rubber it's foam if, if it's all foam in the middle throw it at windows yeah just do it i'm just confused here's how we test it we get a baseball player probably a pitcher and uh, then we just have the them lob a dodgeball at a window and see if they break it. What, and if they do, which then... window could we voluntarily break? Um, uh, probably like John Jackson's office. Yeah, yeah. He he's such a cool guy. Yeah, he'd be like, so. you all know what, guys? It's okay. And I'm we not can even throw it. That we can we can like pick his lock and throw it from the inside so that the glass ends up on the outside of the office. So too, just as a courtesy thing. Alternatively, we don't break policy. That's a good idea. It's a separate option. That is a separate option. Okay, cool. Um, I don't still break wish into people's uh, offices, kids. <laughs> Wait, we can use a car window. A car window. There we go. I volunteer Blair's car. I volunteer Matt's car. I volunteer. I guess I'm supposed to volunteer Ryan's car. Do I don't, don't have, have a car. car? No, yeah, I don't have a car. This is rigged from the start. Right. So I, I volunteer Ryan's car. Okay. Uh, he just said he doesn't. That, have a car. That's his problem. Okay. Actually, really quick, I want to do a segment break. This is very important. So one of the things that we do at Jessup is we learn. All right. And I wanted to share some of that learning onto you guys. So um, a big class we have here, it's almost like its own culture, actually, is um, ASL. 
ASL, you can take that for your humanities and maybe eventually for social science as well. So I wanted to teach everybody a word in ASL really quick. So a ASL stands for American Sign Language, by the way. Yeah, it's another language, American Sign Language. And so let me just teach you a word in sign language, okay? This is orange. Okay, I'm going to do it one more time for you guys. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I want you, and if I ever see you guys around campus or whatever, just uh, do that sign for me really quick. And um, then I'll know that you listen to podcasts. Pretty cool. You, you guys That's are real been ones. Learning Time, Learning Corner, Matthew's Learning Corner. I'm, I'll work the names in progress. That's the whole title, by the way. Matthew's learning Time, Learning, learning corner. corner, Matthew's Learning Corner, The Names in Progress. Oh, that's the whole name. Wow. <laughs> that's the title. Okay. If I can remember it, I'll say you it You should again. write it down, honestly. That's pretty great. Everyone's going to like, I hate saying through him talking about that. It's like 30 seconds. Wait, what else name. could you do? Um, you could also teach us about colors. I did. That was a color. Oh, this is orange. I know. Yeah. But it's also a fruit. Yes. Does think, it, wait, does that mean both? Thing? Or is there a distinguish? I think it is the same. Um, my That's, professor is going to be difficult. really mad at me if I say that it is the same and it's not the same. But say, I think it's the same. Just say hypothetically. If you're Matthew's professor and he's wrong, please give him an F. We should talk about... Classes. classes now because that's a pretty good transition into talking about classes at Jessup. Yeah, it is. So the first semester you come in, your classes are, are all picked for you for an advisor, but don't despair. Like if you've taken some classes, maybe to dual enrollment or you did AP, um, feel free to email your advisor and tell them that because like, for example, I was sent to do English and I was like, I have already done both Englishes, English 1A and 1B or English 1 and 2, um, English comp, that kind of stuff. They're all usually equivalent. Those are easy to transfer. Um, so I emailed her and I told her that, and then she was able to switch it, and I got to take some classes for my major and stuff like that. So wait, you already took both of them? Yes, I did it in high school. Then why did you call them Englishes? There's what? What? Ooh. No, there's two English classes. Yeah, I know. You said Englishes. It's pretty. What would you say for the plural of English? I I would say it the way you said it the second time. There are two, two English, English classes. Because classes is what you, you said. There are two classes Englishes. No, he said there were. He said, I took two Englishes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm so good at English. I'm at the point where I'm making it my own words. I'm phrasing, like I'm framing the culture. Wait, that's that thing where once you learn all the rules, you're allowed to break them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now, Ryan. So uh, one, I'll teach you how to do that when you get to here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, it's like an ASL where you just kind of like, you just do crazy stuff. Like oh, my, my, um, one of my residents was showing me stuff like where you can basically like start explaining things as a letter. You're like, yeah, every time I do the letter A, it's going to be a person. And then you just, like, move around, and you have to figure out from context clues what they're talking about using your hands. And it is interesting language. So take ASL, maybe. It's an option. You guys haven't taken ASL. No. I remember... I've heard good things. Uh, my friends right now are taking ASL, and they'll just, like, say something to me in ASL to practice. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, I don't get anything. Here's how you say I don't know. Okay, for those at home, just pay attention. This is how you say I don't know. There you go. So try that one at home. And if you want to say, I don't know, an ASL, basically just do that. It's, it's a lazy salute. It's like saluting it's into a high it. five. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, like the salute is like high. And so I don't know is no. And then you don't, you don't know. I didn't want to explain it. That ruins the joke, Ryan. <laughs> well, I mean, I just our audience doesn't have the visual experience of, of seeing your signing. That was the joke. That was the joke. Um, this is the part where if you're at home, you are allowed to laugh. Because we told the joke. Favorite professor, go. Mark Moore. Okay, so wait, are we talking freshman year? Or are we talking like favorite professor? What? Just, just, just in general. In general, or like maybe maybe do like top top three, just not in any order, so we don't 
break any hearts. Okay. That's true. I, yeah, I don't want to say. Okay, that's the other thing too. So, I, Mark Moore, I love that man very much. So, I also think there's a lot of pressers who were listening to this who maybe were like, he didn't say my name, and I'm so sad now. But I love many professors here. So, there are many who are like, also awesome. It's just the fact that we're in this podcast room where Mark Moore records podcasts, and so he's been on my mind. Nice. The top three, Matt. Top three. Top three. Yeah. Give me okay, two. Mark more. Moore, I love him. John Riker, head of the biology department. Super cool. Really friendly guy, and he like helps engage with like a lot of different stuff. Beautiful. I didn't explain why Mark Moore is so cool. He's really funny, and his classes are interesting. And he's just a cool guy to talk to outside of class as well. I love talking to him and hanging out. And then um, the last one is I liked Professor Pickering a lot. She was my contemplship professor. Um, contemporary discipleship is a class you take here your freshman year. And it is, she was great. She's really sweet, like one of the sweetest people I ever met in my whole life. And so she's super cool as well. There's lots of other pressures I like, though. So, someone else say three. I'm I'm having a hard time narrowing it down to three. I have, like, four. Then just don't. Just say three pressures that you like. Three pressures that you like. Three so professors. Okay, there's there's no ranking. There's no order here. I, I love all of my professors. But I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed taking... I took Old Testament with uh, Matt Bach. Um, super intellectual guy. Very familiar with Hebrew. Like, it's pretty scary. He's, like, been to Israel and just, like, showed us pictures and stuff. And, like, it was just great. Really opened up, like the old testament for me helped me like read the bible in new ways like we memorized every book of the old testament and took a test on it it was super fun um they're like it they're like old testament is a pretty like it's an intense course but it's so worth it it's so good like you learn so much um other professors d gluck uh daniel gluck he's the head of the christian leadership department i'm not saying this out of obligation i actually do really enjoy his classes he has really like dry witty humor uh, and I just appreciate the way he teaches. And if you don't say anything, he'll kick you out of that concentration. Probably, yeah. He'd probably just be like, hey, Ryan, uh, I'm making you an English major or something. Oof. Yeah, you'll be majoring in Englishes. In Englishes. Ingli. Was that was that three? That was two. Uh, let's go with Godshaw as my third. I had old New Testament with him. Same thing, just really intellectual, very smart. Also worked with us on all of our assignments like if we were having trouble keeping up or whatever just helped out a lot had personal conversations with him every time i see him around campus we always say hi it's pretty great please don't stop doing that gotcha i appreciate it a lot Blair's turn okay um not not in any order say professor philip oswald um i had him for contemporary discipleship and new testament uh, really impactful guy and he kind of talks about his message and his story a lot uh, on top of he brings up a lot of his missionary journeys because he's been to India multiple different times for uh, mission trips so he really puts it into uh, he really puts what he's talking about into practice and so he's able to kind of talk about what what's gone on in his life uh, and then regarding his New Testament class he's been to Israel multiple different times and he's ta- uh, he's taken multiple different student trips there um, at his church so he's been able to show the students all around and so overall he's just a great guy um, I would say uh, John Gallegos for Axe uh, really mm-hmm. interesting guy is super impactful uh, really knows Axe really well and has been to Israel multiple different times as well and has kind of been able to really unpack Axe and how kind of explain how big of a book of the Bible it really is and how impactful it is and how it combines 
from the Gospels to the rest of the books of the Bible from the New Testament. Um, and then I would say Professor Brandon Bowling. He's like the athletics department uh, head, but he's also interesting to the point that his humor is a little dry, but when he, he has humorous moments, it's really funny because it's always dry. Uh, and those are like the top three for me at least. Exactly. He's one of the, the guys here. There's like a theme on campus of people whose last names fit their jobs. So I don't even know if he's a bowler necessarily, but bowling. Yeah, he, he was. He was in college. That's he what he told to be me. A bowler. So that's like how it goes, right? And then the head of mini services here is a guy named Eric Camera, who I love. Really? That's the thing? I didn't know it was a thing. You, you were just talking to him a minute ago. No, I know. I, I didn't know his last name was Camera. That's what it is. I had literally never met him oh, before. Oh, shout out to Jim Crane as well as an awesome professor on campus. Like every time you go to his class, he's always super happy and smiling and excited to talk about the Bible and Jesus and we get to clap and sing before every class and it's the best. So fun. If you haven't taken a class at Jim Crane, do it. I feel like every Bible and theology professor here is extremely good at their job. Totally. I like the other ones too. I mean, I mentioned like Riker, he's the head of the biology. I love him. So, But it's true that like the theology people here are very kind because it's almost part of their job, I guess, to do that. But they are genuine people, and they're so interesting to talk to just because they have thought a lot about their faith and um, for them to be real. And so engaging with them about difficult topics too. So if you're a Christian and you want to engage with them on that, if you're not a Christian, you want to learn more about what these crazy kids are ble- believing and reading in their little book, then the people are like perfect to talk to you because they are very knowledgeable about it, but they're also very compassionate with the stuff. It doesn't come from just like a, I'm right and you are wrong because I have a fancy degree. They genuinely care about everyone they interact with. So that's, that's why what I remember them. That's what my discipleship class was. We had a lot of students who didn't really know the word of God or had like come here on scholarships. And so, hey, I got to call a scholarship. I'll go to this Christian school. doesn't mean that they were a Christian or they are a Christian. Uh, and so he was just able to kind of speak about Christianity from a point of view that they would kind of understand. Um, and so they, he was just able to kind of speak about Christianity from their point of view, and they would be able to actually understand it uh, besides just saying, like, oh, read the Bible, like, be a Christian or anything. But he was just able to kind of be like, this is what a Christian actually kind of looks like in life. This is what it, it means and everything like that. And so basically that's what every Bible professor I've had has been able to do. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Blair, like, all of our Bible teachers are really good at their jobs and just really well equipped for sure. Um, a lot of them are actually like pastors or youth pastors mm-hmm. or have in some way they work with the church. Um, and then a lot of them speak at chapel too, like once a year, and which is also awesome. So chapel, we have it three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, it's really fantastic. We have like our campus pastor speaks a lot. We get a lot of guest speakers. Have we had anybody? We've had like Francis Chan, who's like yeah, semi Francis famous. Came. It's pretty cool. Pastors of various churches. I really like it because they also, what they have is it's not just like the same thing each time. It's not like you just sit down, you have worship, and you stand back up, you have worship, and then you sit back down and then thing like that. It's like totally different because like this week was all like global outreach stuff. So they had a lot of like this week, uh, actually today they had a panel. And so we were just able to kind of talk to the students and some of the faculty who had been on the mission trips previous. Yeah, that was really cool to hear from them. Chapel is like a very interesting experience here. People kind of get idea like it's going to be like church three times a week. And I don't want to go to church three times a week. Plus on Sundays, what? 
oh no it's really like having the experience or the perspectives from everybody who comes in the guest speakers is super cool and then hearing like the consistent theme too from like the pastor and there's just been some wild chapels in the past that you, you go to and you just want to talk about afterwards for a while so it gives you something to talk about with people um you know and that's that's something that's a community building aspect there I yeah it's something that brings everybody together mm-hmm. this year's like overall theme is desire and talking about how the heart has i think is it, is it eight different uh emotions eight, yeah. that uh, our heart initially desires in life and so it's kind of talking about how these eight desires a lot of people think that they are negative but in reality god created those eight emotions and it's showing how as christians we can use those eight emotions throughout every different aspect of our life super cool so you can always sit in a chapel if you if you if you're a member of the community well you can come to preview day and stuff like that and yeah check out what the chapel's like here yeah and like even you don't have to be a student to come to chapel so if you just like show up on campus one day and chapel happens to be going on just come in bring your family like it's just a safe place to go and hear the word of god and hang out and worship i remember when francis chan came the entire place was packed. Like I could barely find a seat for me and my friend. So there were two of us trying to sit next to each other and we couldn't find like a single seat. Uh, I was there really early and I was still like, I was still having a hard time finding a spot because it's just people like that type. And then right after chapel, I would have class. So I'd be at like one end of the chapel warehouse and I'd have to get out the door to then walk to my class in five minutes and there was just no way. Because Francis Chan, when Francis Chan spoke, everybody was there. Everybody was, was so many people were there. I'm sorry for sniffling all the time. I have, it's actually I'm not sick. I just have allergies, but that's not important. It's just it's gonna be annoying for all of you, and I apologize. Not that you just stop. I will. I I've you apologized to, to so many people today for having allergies, and they've been like, "You, sh- wow, okay, what a privilege you have. You're so privileged with your allergies there." You can just sneeze and and then justify it. Exactly. Yeah. People is constantly blessing you all the time. They're like, bless you, bless you. I'm like, oh wow, look at all those blessings you have. What are you yeah. gonna you gonna share some with us? You're basically just like glowing like Moses when he came down from the hill after seeing the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's you right now, Matthew. You've been blessed so many times that you're actually just radiating right. energy right now. Yeah. I, it just, I, I'm it sorry. Just, sometimes it just comes up in immense forms where it just it bursts out all at once. And that's this. Oh, I want to point out something that's really. It's funny to me, actually. I kind of made myself laugh, and there was nobody around for me to tell the joke to at the time. But now I'm on a podcast, and oh, I can tell the oh joke. Here for. Yeah. You know, you know, on like news shows, how they sit with a table from like the the like stomach up, right? So like they're probably just wearing like sweatpants or whatever under the table, and like you would never know, or just like jeans are just like comfortable, or whatever. Oh gosh! Because this is a podcast. Where are you going with this? We can just be naked. That's where <laughs> you were going with this. Yeah. So every every time you're listening to us, just know that you have no idea what, what we're wearing. I always wear my hat. We're wearing so many clothes right now. I wear my hat. An immense number of clothes. He he has his hat over the headset that he's wearing right now. I I just figured I had to do it because that's what's in our logo as of now is my hat. He knows you guys. He actually sounds differently when he's not wearing his hat. And so he didn't want the audio to change. If I take it off, then you'll know. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. It's like if I were to wear glasses and the audio would change because I'm right now the only guy without glasses. That's true. And it's not even like I'm still visually impaired. It's just I have to <laughs> visually impaired. I actually don't know if I can say that anymore. The other day I used the term hearing impaired, and I, I was told that it was insensitive. So really, yes, but I won't get into that because we're going to be very non-controversial today. Well, we have like we have, and it's not that controversial because we have a friend who 
who is hearing impaired. Who has hearing oh, loss. Oh, dude, he told me a story of when he was... I think... Are you in the ASL class with him? Yes, I am. So did he... Uh, uh, were you there when... And he said that he was... So we learned the science for hearing. This is hearing. Oh, yeah. This one is deaf. And this one is hard of hearing. Okay, so memorize all of those. Anyways, he had to ask whether um, you... He had to ask people, like, are you deaf or are you hearing? And he would be like, they're like, are you hearing to him? I guess you can tell the story. You restarted it. I mean, no, I it's good. It's good. I, I didn't, I wasn't there, but I heard it. I thought it was really funny. It was pretty funny. So I'm going to keep telling it in Steel Blair's Thunder. Okay. So someone's like, okay, are you deaf? And he goes, he signs, no, I'm hard of hearing. And they just start laughing at him. He's like, what? And he's like, I'm hard of hearing. And they're like, like, no, you're not. He's like, what the heck? He's been like, so he uh, really appreciates being joked about by deaf. So I'm not going to say everybody obviously make fun of people who are impairments because it's funny. Like that's going to go off the edge. He appreciates it because he, one of the things he's told me is that he sees it kind of like, or I don't remember he said this or someone else saying this, that um, for starters, he just thinks it's funny. He has told me that and he doesn't, he's never like, we've been like, hey, are you cool with us? Like saying this, like it sounds almost mean. And he's like, no, I love it. It's hilarious. But it's like one of the ways for you kind of to feel like a member of the group where it's like, if you have something that's just like totally noticeable and no one points it out, it's kind of like you feel like you're getting like special like kid glove treatment and you're not really a part of the group because everyone sees you as like different and outside of the group because it's like, oh, well, you know, we can tease like Matthew about this stuff because, you know, he's cool with it. But like, you know, we, we shouldn't tease this guy because, you know, he, I don't know if he's cool with it. And it's like by teasing someone about that when it's we're not we don't mean to put him down. We don't think any less of him for having slight hearing loss, you know, Um but he like it feels like he's more part of the group because we're making fun of him. He's making fun of us, and we're all like it's like a nice little cycle and circle. He's lovely. Maybe he'll be on the podcast, and I'll have him do ASL for you guys. It'll be great. That would be awesome. Yeah, you'll never even know he was in the room. <laughs> It'll be hilarious. Yes, he's super cool, and I love him. No homo. All right. Well. We've talked about like orientation. We walked through classes. Yeah. So well, that's a lot of like the intro stuff for this podcast. We wanted to yeah. lay some groundwork because um, we actually had already made episodes. We talked about some of the stuff, and those ones are lost to time. We well, had them. It was like it was before we were officially exit three eleven, and we had like a, a actual podcast room. Actually, it was really funny. Our first when we were first recording this podcast. Well, um, this podcast is in quotes, but you can't see my air quotes. Uh, we went to the practice rooms on Joseph campus, which is a really cool area to like study or play music. There's a bunch of sound, not soundproof, but I guess sound. It's like sound, sound, dampen- sound dampening. Sound dampening panel. What'd you call it, Matthew? Sound lock is the term. Sound locking rooms. Um, basically, there's just a room with a piano and you go in there and you play and it's muted, not as loud as it would be on the outside, but it's enough for you to be able to obviously like, hear all of your own music. So we went in there. And we had all of his sound equipment. It was us three with microphones, and then Daniel. Yeah, ha- handheld microphones too. Yeah, Daniel will introduce himself eventually. Wait, Daniel. Actually, if you're back there, could you say hi to us really quick? He's not. He said he was going to be here by now, but I guess he's not back there. That's really sad. Okay, never mind. Carry on, Ryan. Uh, I remember we were just in a practice room, and there was four of us, and then there's no air conditioning in the room. We had to close the door. And there's four of us sitting around a piano, all holding microphones, and Daniel sitting in the corner, yeah. 
doing all this. He's adjusting the sound live with us. And it's funny because the microphones, if you're imagining like normal microphones you talk to in stage, like maybe one or two of them were like that. And then some of them were like, yeah, one one of them were like miking instruments or something. And we're like, well, this is what we have. Blair did not know how to use it. Yeah, I remember. Daniel, Daniel, you're here. He was waiting till later because Daniel, introduce yourself. Say your name and your major. I'm Daniel and I'm not going to school right now. But he will soon, maybe. We'll force him. Yeah. We'll bring him back. And he's a really cool guy, and he's our sound guy, and we will make him talk on this podcast, even though he's going to try to separate himself really hard. his voice is so handsome. Yeah, you heard him. He sounds amazing. I know. So uh, he does sound for us. He's been listening to most of this conversation and just dealing with it. Hopefully laughing. Maybe. Probably, he's probably like, not. He's like our test audience. He's probably going to tell us afterwards that this is garbage and that we should just Yeah, this is actually the first again. and last episode of Exit 311. Mm. Um, yeah, we won't won't talk to you guys next week because we'll be wallowing in our own self-pity. Yeah, but um, if, if that doesn't happen, if we end up getting over our self-pity and we come back, uh, we'll have some guests on maybe and we'll spice it up. I, we know so many people already who are like, we want to be on your podcast. I heard Spencer wants to be on our podcast. Yeah, guys, don't we have, give it away. Don't give it away. Sorry, no, sorry. we can't. We can't give away the guests. Sorry. Yeah, it's a surprise. It is a surprise. But um, I am working that out the guest list, and it'll be cool. So stick around for that. Um, yeah. So current students, you're gonna probably recognize some of the names. New students, you're not. But you're gonna we're curating this list for people that we think you will find interesting. People that some people we've been talking about in this podcast even will be on the list. And so um, we want those people to be able to tell you their experiences, and it'll be really neat. So, But as for now, I think we're pretty much good. So let's do that thing we always do when we sign off the podcast. Um, on three, we say that, that same word that we all say. Okay, on three, we're all going to say that word. One, two, three. Purple. Blue. <laughs> Boo, Blair. You didn't say it at the same time. Okay, that's all. Thank you. Bye.